Essence of Tea, episode 74. Welcome. You are listening to the Essence of Tea podcast, where we share about the world of tea with you. From tea tastings to tea history and culture to tea education, health, and wellness, the Essence of Tea is your tea companion through your personal transformation and growth. I'm your host, Jenny Jie. Now let's get started. Did you know there's actually a National Boba Day or a National Bubble Tea Day? It's actually kind of crazy because the whole way that it came about was that a few years ago, a tea company wanted to proclaim, self-proclaim their own National Bubble Tea Day or Boba Tea Day for themselves for marketing. It's kind of crazy because in the scheme of the whole global bubble tea industry, bubble tea or boba tea, as some places call it, has benefited from its marketing. My name is Jenny, and I'm the owner of Sipping Streams Tea Company and the host of the Essence of Tea podcast. And if you're watching live today, please say hello in the chat. Let me know where you're watching from and what kind of tea you like to drink. But here on the Essence of Tea podcast, we cover all things tea. And today, I want to prepare you by explaining to you how Bubble Tea Day or Boba Tea Day became about. Now, a few years ago, a tea company in the U.S. self-proclaimed a national boba day or a bubble tea day. Either way, those words are interchangeable and they mean the same thing. And most people know them because of the tapioca pearls that are on the bottom of their drink. But did you know that the bubble tea chewy parts of the pearl that has now come to this new evolution of popping boba or jelly and all these other things actually originally didn't even have tapioca pearls or anything in it. It was actually off of, it was based off of the bubbly foam on top of the drinks. Now, bubble tea was invented in Taiwan about 25 plus years ago. And it was a beverage to encourage younger people to drink tea. But younger people were starting to drink iced teas and soft drinks and other westernized beverages. So a street vendor took a martini shaker, added ice to it, poured some hot tea to make it become iced tea, put some cream milk, something like that, something dairy kind of, I'm gonna put almond milk in mine, and decided to sell this iced beverage as bubble tea because of the bubbly foam on top. So I'm gonna shake it in this martini shaker. And literally just poured it over ice or had it in a cup. Cause I know a lot of Asian people don't like ice in their drinks, it's very cold. So you just make this bubbly foam beverage or some people call it milk tea. And you can see that there's now kind of this bubbly foam or some bubble tea places, or a lot of them use blenders that make this bubbly foam, but that bubbly foam from the froth of the milk with the tea that's now iced and chills was the original bubble tea. No chewy anything on the bottom of it, nothing black, no fruit, no um, popping boba. That was not a thing over 25 plus years ago. But this was the origination of bubble tea, which was to encourage younger people to drink tea from Taiwan because it was their largest export at the time. 
Now we know bubble tea as so many things with popping boba, chewy, black tapioca pearls. You can get flavored pearls, milk tea boba, matcha latte boba, and so much more. So now most of the time, people get it as an ice drink, but you can get it hot and put your tapioca pearls on the bottom of it. I'm going to show you really quickly how at vast the bubble tea industry has become, how global it's become. So now most people know it as it with black chewy tapioca pearls. But that goes back to our story in our beginning of how bubble tea globally has benefited from marketing. Now all the way to April 30th, which is National Boba Tea Day. So another person who was a street vendor decided to put chewy large tapioca pearls on the bottom of their drinks to sell it and say, hey, this makes it the real bubble tea. Because looking at this glass with a slight bit of foam, it's not very impressive. So let me show you something. These are the real pearls. These are the real bubbles in your bubble tea, which is actually not true. This was a marketing ploy, which has worked really, really well all over the world. And so much so that you can get all sorts of teas like Thai tea and you can make it into a frothy slushy drink by putting some ice in a blender and some milk in it. Again, I'm using almond milk because I'm lactose intolerant. And you can just blend it up. And just because you put it over tapioca pearls, it somehow has now has the name of bubble tea. Again, from marketing in the tea industry. Oh, I guess I didn't charge the battery all the way. Well, there you go. So there's like some ice milk bubble tea. It worked earlier today, the blender did, but I guess it didn't charge it. It's one of those charge rechargeable ones. And you can pour it over ice. And this is Thai tea, which Thai tea is really funny because that also benefited from marketing because Thai tea was actually a beverage of just tea at a Thai restaurant that had this really dark multi flavor and kind of turned a little orange. And nowadays, um, Thai tea is known for the slight caramel-like flavor to it. And this um, brand of Thai tea is made in Thailand, but it does have orange coloring in it to accent that the signature of it's real Thai tea if it's orange. So again, marketing benefiting the global phenomenon of tea or even bubble tea. So nowadays you have it with a big straw with a wide opening, and then you suck up the tapioca pearls on the bottom of your drink. You're gonna have it hot, you're gonna have it cold, you're gonna have it frozen blended, which this was a fail because this wireless little blender thing's battery died. Or something new to show you is to have the tea iced, but you can even make fun things with it. You can even have, now, quote unquote, bubble tea with absolutely no tea in it. Remember, the reason why bubble tea was invented was to encourage younger people to drink tea itself, like green tea, black tea, oolong teas. So I'm going to show you a quote unquote bubble tea drink that's actually got no tea in it at all and also no caffeine. And this might be something fun for you if you've got kids around who want to make something fun. The tapioca pearls take about 
five to 30 minutes, depending what style of tapioca pearls that you buy. We do sell bubble tea kits at Sipping Streams. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna make a sparkling bubble tea, but actually has no tea in it at all. What I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna put in this organic strawberry lemonade, not sponsored by anyone. This is just stuff I have in my house, half full. So I've got my juice in here and I'm gonna dilute it by just this non-sponsored sparkling water that is lemon flavored to accent my strawberry lemonade and to cut the sugar in half because it's non-sweet and sparkling water. And now you can easily have a fun sparkling bubble tea that technically has no tea in it at all and that's slightly sweetened. Now I do have some other myths to bust out there about bubble tea. Besides now you know that bubble tea wasn't originally with any tapioca pearls and that a lot of bubble teas don't even have tea in them which was the original reason why it was invented. And that bubble tea, National Bubble Tea Day, is an American-made holiday on April 30th to celebrate all things boba or bubble tea, however you want to say them. But another thing is that we have customers that come into our store that have sugar-free bubble tea. But let me tell you something. Popping boba definitely has sugar in it, okay? But also that the tapioca pearls, which are a starch and are vegan, are full of calories. It's a starch, it's a root. And so it is vegan, kind of chewy, but it is a really simple starch. And I forgot what the name of the tapioca root is called, but that starch, it's like almost like eating like mashed potatoes or something like that. But when it boils, it kind of coagulates and has a structure of holding its form. And that's what makes it really, really chewy. Well, it's got tons of calories in it. So for those of you who are trying to cut your calories, there's another myth out there. You can't really get a low calorie, healthy bubble tea unless your tapioca pearls are pretty much very minimalistic. So you can make it now with without any tea in it, you can make it without tapioca pearls, which would be the original way of making bubble tea, the authentic way. But there's different versions out there. Some don't have any caffeine in them because they don't even have any tea. You can make them hot, ice, frozen blended, or even this nice fun way of making it sparkling. That's almost like a soft drink and you can just add some sparkly water to it. So I hope you enjoyed this very fascinating history of bubble tea and how marketing has exploded the bubble tea industry globally and how there's so many versions or ways that people call it. Bubble tea, boba tea, whatever you want to call it, sago, so many different languages around the world who enjoy this fun beverage. Now, if you want to learn more about tea, do subscribe to our email newsletter. You can see the link below and let me know if you have any topics that you want me to cover in the worlds of tea. And we'll see you again next time on the Essence of Tea podcast. Just one more thing. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a rating and review where you listen to podcasts. We would really appreciate it. And don't forget to also check us out at sippingstreams.com.